Is it spring break for you yet? Nope. <laughs> no, we got um, state testing to do before spring break. Week before spring break, the kids have their science test to do. So I've been uh, prepping an instruction sheet for actually how to get onto the portal and mm-hmm. like how to log in and stuff because we're doing it remotely for the first time. Um, yeah, that took a while. Yeah, they have to. It's a bad it's system. So complicated. It's a bad system, and it's just so complicated. Like needlessly complicated. This is. I, every time I have to do anything related to state testing in California, I'm reminded of just how simple it is. In England, you go into a big room, you are given a paper booklet, you write your answer on paper, you don't talk to anybody, (laughs) you leave the big room. That's it. That's how you do it. Everybody does it at the exact same time all across the country, every exam. So every single 16-year-old kid at nine o'clock on May, whatever it is, will do the first English exam. That's it. That's how you do it. There's no faffing around. We don't have to choose when we do it. Teachers aren't allowed in the room. You get external moderators. You get external um, graders. And then the results come sealed in August. That sounds like a everybody dream. everybody gets the results at the same time. It's perfect. It's so good. And like, because it's not multiple choice, it's you can teach the kids formula for how to succeed in the test. So it's like you do, um, they'll have to write an essay on a book that you've read or whatever, and they'll be given a question. You just teach them the formula for how to do it. You practice it four or five times and then off you go, kiddos, into the wide world. Like, it's so easy. It's really good. There's no messing around with headphones or computers or my computer's not charged or my headphones aren't working or I can't remember what my ID number is. Any garbage like that. Yeah. We have ours at the end of next month, but in high school, you only have to take it in 11th grade. So I'm going to be giving it for my 11th graders, but not for my other students. And... It gives us some time off, I guess, but also like for this one, they have to be on camera the whole time for two hours. And it's just like, or we could not, like we could collectively agree as a society just not to. That's a thing we could decide. And um, they're trying to get the state to waive testing and they agreed to let, uh, the federal government agreed to let states use state testing for students, which means that we still have to do our state test, which is what we were going to do anyway. So it means nothing. Yeah, the the, the results aren't going to matter, but they, we need them for data. And I say data <laughs> in inverted commas, because my eighth graders, I'm not going to yeah. see them. <laughs> so the data for me is entirely useless. Yeah, it's to see if you did a good job for the year as opposed to like, it's not, it's past a point where we can change anything. <laughs> Like, well, I guess you blew that one. I guess you'll have to change it for next year, huh? Sucks for those kids. All right, bye. Well, anyway, (laughs) welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esme, and this is episode 50. And you can tell (laughs) how close we are to a break by how much we complain about teaching in our intro. (laughs) Yes. We are very close to spring break right now. And I didn't realize that in our uh, anniversary episode, we did not do the intro, but... We did not, but I feel like that's the right <laughs> yeah, thing to like, do. Yeah, it's like, if you don't know who we are at that point, then maybe you should go back and 
<laughs> listen because yeah if you've tuned into the anniversary yes. episode <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you and you not listen to any others weirdo Hell get yeah. back to episode I one i was thinking about episode one this morning because i'm watching a new uh dungeons and dragons uh show and it has matt mercer and I think in the first episode you were talking about how mm-hmm. you saw Matt Mercer at a concert because we were talking about Jensen Ackles. Yes. And how you didn't bother him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we did not bother him. <laughs> because he was there to have a nice time. And yeah. we were there to have a nice Maybe time. Maybe I'll see him on the cruise one day. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't... Maybe. We'll see, we haven't said that in a while. Listen to these in order, please. So if you're just tuning into this one randomly for some yeah. reason because you like the number 50... I also like the number 50, but please Hi. go back because we have updates occasionally. Welcome. We appreciate you, but also yes. get your ass back to episode one. <laughs> None of this is going to make sense. Um, so I have like, it's one of those weeks where a lot of stories happened and now I have to choose, but I was trying to yes. find something like happy or light and I couldn't really find one. This is the best I could do right here. <laughs> Uh, this is an Am I the Asshole post. OP's son is nine years old. Am I the asshole for pretending my son's bike was stolen to teach him a lesson? Oh, that's not very nice. <laughs> this is one of those ones that it really depends on the execution. Yeah, that's <laughs> not very nice. My son, Tim, has a habit of leaving his bike outside when he's done playing with his friends for the day. It feels like my wife and I are constantly telling him to put the bike inside of the garage because it could be easily stolen, and if when that day comes, we wouldn't simply buy him a new one, he'd have to earn it himself with extra chores and prove himself trustworthy with his belongings. Well, last week, as I was leaving for work in the morning, I saw that Tim had left his bike out again. Rather than talking to him about it for the umpteenth time, I decided to show him that our warnings could actually happen. I threw the bike in the bed of my truck and took it to work with me. Upon finding his bike missing, he was distraught. He called me crying, asking if I had seen it, and when I left this morning, I told him, no, I didn't see it. Isn't this why we always tell you to put the bike away? I calmed him down and told him that we can make a plan for him to earn a new bike when I got home for the day. After work, I brought the bike back home and told him I found it abandoned in the neighborhood park and that we got lucky this time, but we wouldn't always be this lucky in the future, and all seemed well. Later that night, my wife was telling me that it was super lucky I happened to find the bike, and I told her I had it the whole time and ran through what happened with her. She looked at me as if I was some kind of horrible monster. Why would you put our son through that? And why wouldn't you at least tell me this dumb plan so I could stop you? She said. Mm-hmm. It's not like I had it planned out, and it was just a spur-of-the-moment decision as I was leaving for work, and she was still asleep. Tim was only missing his bike for a day, and I wasn't giving him that hard of a time about it. Was I the asshole here? For what it's worth, Tim seems to have had the lesson stick. The bike's been put away every night since. I, ju- I don't like that he didn't tell his wife what he'd done. Like, at least during the day, like, text her or whatever. Right, just drop her a text and say, hey... Uh, Tim left his bike out again, so I put it in the truck. I'm going to tell him it was stolen, uh, but don't worry, I'm bringing it back. Maybe this time he'll learn his lesson. And then you can have that conversation with an adult. But I don't know. This is a kind of tricky one. I feel like since he, like, I feel like he executed it well with the son, for sure. Because he's like, well, I found it. So it's like, Mm -hmm. it's not like I lied to you, even though he did. But whatever. (laughs) Sometimes you got to do that. You can tell him about it when he's like 25. (laughs) And it seems to have worked. He's learning the natural consequences of his actions without having to, like, actually buy a new bike. Because sooner or later it would have gotten stolen. you know, some kids don't learn unless they see... Because you can say something to a kid a hundred times and they're not going to believe you unless it actually happens, right? 
It's like thinking about testing. I had a kid um, in England who um, had to take the exams and one part of the exams is coursework. So there's like moderated writing you have to do during class time that I have to moderate. And every single day I would say to these kids until I was blue in the face, okay, when you're doing your coursework, you're not allowed these notes, you're not allowed this, you're not allowed that, but you're 100% definitely not allowed to have a phone with you, right? Need all the phones at the front of the room. So I'm moderating a piece of classwork, uh, a piece of coursework day, and one of the kids is like covering his ear with his hand, <laughs> and I look at him and I go, "Take your hand off your face." And he tries to pull his headphone out of his ear while he takes his hand down. So failed his sleight of hand check. Yeah, one hundred percent got one on his roll, and. I walked straight up to him, took his paper off him and ripped it up. Because that's what you're supposed to do. And he looked shocked. And I was like, what part of you're not allowed to have your phone or I tear your paper up? Did you not understand the 50 other times I told you? All the other kids were like, oh my god. So they just they just continued working. He was really upset. He left the room. He was like, can I come back at lunchtime and do it? I'm like, no, dude. That's, that's the whole point. You failed. Congratulations. Because you didn't listen to me. The entire rest of the coursework days, he was like model student. So sometimes it doesn't matter how many times you tell a kid. You've got to show them the consequences of the actions. So yeah, I feel like if you're telling the kid all the time, put your bike away and the kid's not putting the bike away, you've got to do something about that, right? Mm -hmm. But making a parenting decision like that without telling the other parent of the child, it's kind of dickish. Yeah, yeah. Text, text her if she's asleep and you want to throw, okay, throw the bike in the back. Text her and say, hey, just FYI, I did this. Um, and we He's should... Gonna melt down. Yeah, like <laughs> we should tell him this. I'm kind of concerned that she says, why would you put our son through that? Why wouldn't you at least tell me this dumb plan so I could stop you? Like, she seems to be letting him get away with this and doesn't... Yeah. And is like, not... She's one of those parents who wants to avoid any kind of discomfort for her child. And it's like, this is like the best case scenario, what he just did. And the outcome, you know, is going to be fine as long as he... Tim continues to think for his childhood that this bike got stolen. You know, you can tell him when he's adult, like I said. But it's not like, it's not like he's, he brought it back and then told him that he, he stole it. Um, right it's damaged his relationship with his kid you know he got the bike back he got to feel the pain of having it stolen also like couldn't it have been stolen out of his truck during the day while he was at work i don't know it depends on where he works i I guess guess. but But does he have a covered bed in his truck some people have have those covers that they put on yeah maybe that but also this kid is nine it would be different if he was four and you stole his bike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he's nine years old. If he's old enough to be out playing on the front without any parental supervision on a bike that you've bought him, I kind of think he's old enough to learn this the hard way. Yeah. When I was a kid, my cousin would ride her bike. She's like several years older, so she would come over and babysit us. And we lived on the top of a cul-de-sac, so... Like, very kind of isolated, everybody knew everybody, and still someone stole her bike, like, off our front porch <laughs> while she was uh, watching us. Like, we were home, you know, we knew, like, all of our neighbors in the cul-de-sac, so if right. they had seen anything, they would have said something, and it was still stolen, so it's only a matter of time before this would actually happen, so I don't know. I feel like the mom should be happy that it Wasn't went this way, stolen. but yeah. is she is correct to be angry that he didn't communicate this with her 
So. I know that some parenting decisions you have to make on a whim, like if, right. if your kid is melting down in a in a mall or a you know a grocery store or whatever, you've got to do something about that, and whatever decision you make is probably going to be a bad one. But yeah, because that will have affected her whole day with her kid at home as well. He's distraught and crying. Yeah. She's probably thinking, do I need to call the police to see if someone's picked the bike up? Like she's going to have been making decisions throughout her day. Based on the fact that she thought the bike was stolen. Yeah. So, exactly. yeah, that was kind of dickish. Yeah. Agreed. Communicate with your wife better, but hopefully... I I would also be worried that she would, like, tell him. Yeah, that's, that's so. the other thing. I'm worried that she's now going to paint the dad as, like, this awful human being to the kid, and then, yeah. Well, he says in an edit, A lot of you guys are saying that I should have simply told Tim that we would take the bike away from him for an amount of time. I feel like that's teaching a different lesson entirely. I'm not punishing him for breaking the rule of not putting away the bike. I'm just trying to show him what would happen if he kept leaving it out. I want him to put his bike away because he's afraid of it getting stolen, not because he's afraid his parents will get mad at him and ground him. Hope this clears up some of my mindset. Yeah, I think uh, him and his wife need to have a conversation about their parenting styles. And if there's an ongoing issue, formulate a plan together as as opposed to impulse decision, even though it definitely worked he out. He is right, though. Teaching your kid not to do something just because your parents will be mad about it, rather than teaching your kid not to do something because there's an actual real-life consequence to it, are two completely different kettles of fish. Yeah. Like, exactly. it's like saying, don't start smoking, it's stinky. <laughs> Instead of, don't start smoking, you might get cancer and die. Yeah. It, it's like, I don't care, I don't punish students for swearing, but I recognize that they need to <laughs> not swear in certain situations, otherwise people yeah. will, like, judge yeah. them for And that's it. what I tell them. I say, look, the language that I use in class is the language that you should use in class. The day you hear me dropping F-bombs is the day you're allowed to drop F-bombs in my room. I can promise you that day is never. <laughs> yeah, and that's also why I, I let them eat in class as long as they clean it up because sometimes I eat in class. I don't eat in class. <laughs> so my... my Because um, we have we have like classrooms that directly lead onto fields and we have a big ant problem. Oh, yeah. So my, my hard and fast rule is nobody eats in here, not even me. <laughs> yeah. I uh I'm scared as to what my classroom is oh, going to look like. God, it's going to be an ant haven. They're going to have taken over everything. It's going to be an absolute nightmare. When I moved in, it was someone who had had that classroom since the school opened Jeez. in 2003. So not that long ago. No. <laughs> Oh. But, uh, and she also had some mental health issues. So she had food everywhere, just like scrolled oh. away. And God. yeah, the I finally, after two years, got the ants to go away. But I always have spiders, which might have <sighs> solved the ant problem. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be my favorite thing. I think I'm actually excited. my classroom is the cleanest that it has been since the school opened. My husband brought me falafel. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. This is going to be like the burger episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat in my classroom, but I do eat while I'm recording a podcast where it's required for me to be able to talk. Grip it and rip it, baby. Yeah, us crunchy boys. All right. This next one is an Am I the Asshole post. OP is 28 and his wife is 27. Am I the asshole for getting an expensive gaming computer hey. while my wife doesn't? Read on, look <laughs> I apologize for formatting. I am on mobile. Hello, I have lurked this page, but never posted. I am now in search for a little reality. Background. My wife is currently the only one working due to COVID, so the finances were a little tight. We have been married four years and dated three, so been together a while. She has always expressed wanting red bottoms and a new purse, meaning the red bottom shoes oh, that are super expensive. 
What are they called? Louboutins. Louboutins, yes, yes. I knew that in my back of my brain Thank you somewhere. to my fashion degree <laughs> getting sister for teaching me yeah. that. Whenever you see someone with a, like shoes that are red on the bottom, they were very expensive. Or knockoffs. Due to our limited income, we were not able to afford them. She recently got a promotion, raised in a little bonus. When we looked at it, we could afford my computer or her purse and shoes, but not necessarily both. She has another designer purse that was a gift from an ex. She detests this person, so it has stayed in a box in our closet for years. I mentioned that this designer bag was worth a few hundred dollars at least, so she could sell that bag and whatever money she sells it for she can use for her purse and shoes. My wife has not mentioned I am an asshole for purchasing the computer, but she does look sad and has been more quiet recently. I, If I ask her... She says she's fine and that she will look into selling her bag. So Reddit, let me know. Am oh, I the asshole? Yes, dude. <laughs> it's not your money. And I know we talk about like, if you're in a relationship, your money is pooled. But not like that. Yeah. <laughs> not for luxury items like that. And like, she's the only one working. Mm. Did you catch that part? Because yep. it's like, what the fuck? So I went to the Louboutin website. To see how oh, much no, they why cost, did you do that? and they don't even have the price. That's on how here. expensive they are. <laughs> okay, seven hundred and forty-five dollars. I was thinking more expensive than that. That's still pretty expensive for uncomfortable shoes. Yeah, <laughs> like I paid one hundred twenty bucks for a pair of Dot Martens that are going to last me the entirety <laughs> of the rest of my life. Yeah, I would assume that these would also. I would hope yes. so. Jesus. Yeah. For 700 bucks. They have some really cute ones, but also we were plugging mod cloth a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just go there first. We have uh, outlets near us, so I feel like you could get these for half price. I just... Yeah, me too. I am the cheapest human being alive. It's like, if she had said, okay, with my raise, I would like to buy you this computer, that's different. But when there's luxury items that both of you have wanted and she's the only person working, that's her luxury item money. She earned that promotion and she earned that raise. Therefore, that is hers. Like, you could ask nicely, yes, you should get these shoes you've been working hard and this bag. However, I also noticed that you had this designer bag in the closet. Would it be okay if we, if you buy your new ones for you first, priority number one, because you're the mm-hmm. one working. However, yes. you know, it would it be cool if you sold that one since, you know, it's from your ex and you don't like him anyway, and put some of that money towards me buying a computer and also, I could use that to get a fucking job. <laughs> yeah, like, why is his priority gaming computer when he is not employed? Right? Like, it would be one thing if, if you're like, well, I need it to uh, do my graphic design business. That yeah. is something. Or I need to buy a laptop so I can look for jobs. Yeah. Online. Which doesn't like, cost, I mean, oh my god, these ones money. are 3000 <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but they're dope <laughs> as fuck. Put them in the chat. I want to see them. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Holy shit. These ones make me feel like I am going to the rave from Blade. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very specific. Oh, <laughs> right? Jesus Christ, you're right, though. It is. That is shit. the most accurate way no, to describe these right. shoes. They have, like, studs, but also they're rainbow. Or the studs are black and they shimmer green but louboutin they also have some like real classic like work stilettos yeah so that's fine you can actually wear them every day if you like to break your ankles i guess they have some low heel too oh my gosh these are so cute they do they glow in the dark oh (laughs) my god (laughs) not that i would ever spend this money are these velvet? No. What? And and then I walk across the street to the Marshalls and buy some shoes for 
shopping at the Winco in my Louboutins. <laughs> oh my god, that would be so, like, I, I, I know of one person in my school who would buy these. Oh man, the, like, the winter boots they have there are also very nice. Like, this is the problem with Louboutins, is they look like normal shoes, but they're not normal shoes, they're Louboutins. Are they comfortable? Okay. Am I asking the wrong question? I think you're asking the wrong question. You're not paying for comfort here. Oh my god, I would buy these straight up. Like, black mm-hmm. boots, about halfway up mm-hmm. the calf, mm-hmm. chunky heel, velvet, riding boots, Jesus. $1,500. I saw, so, I, w- I saw someone wearing a, like, la- uh, velvet uh, blazer. Right. I think it was um, Erica Ishii possibly <laughs> on the um taz live show and now i'm like i kind of dig velvet now <laughs> oh, no you're impressionable <laughs> <laughs> i see someone else wearing something and i'm like ooh, shiny okay closing tabs closing tabs closing tabs <laughs> i don't have this kind of money <laughs> i need to go to the outlets <laughs> oh we do have neiman marcus outlets that sells them yeah i just cool. fucking went to old navy and bought some leggings and a dress for 30 bucks. <laughs> That's how cheap I am. It was on a special sale. That's what I did. I'm gonna wash them to death because I'm gonna wear them to school. Like, now now for some reason I'm looking at fucking Louboutins. So, yeah. I, it's This is an unequal distribution of this yes. lady's wealth. She, um, and I, like, there's so many things left unsaid. They deleted their accounts so we can't see it. But also, like, why Why are you unemployed? Are you doing work around the house? Probably not, because you're just going to sit around gaming now. I can't believe he just did it. Yeah. Like, I can't believe that he just went, well, you you have this decided purse in your, in your closet. Whoops, my finger slipped. I bought a computer. Like, and then she's walking around the house looking sad. This is the bit I don't like the most, is she's walking around the house looking sad, and he keeps asking her if she's fine, and she keeps going, no, it's fine. Yeah, like, there's something wrong Fucking with dude. this relationship, with that she's just so beaten down. From seven years of being with this with this dude, that she isn't even like voicing her unhappiness anymore. Right? Yeah. And and if you have to keep asking somebody if they're yeah. fine, chances are they're not fine. It's like he's asking as like a token measure. He knows the answer. He just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He just wants to be reassured that she's not upset enough to call him on his bullshit. Mm. So like, I, and the fact that he doesn't even say I did this, like. Like, he didn't tell the story of, like, how did this happen? Did you just go in right. and do it? Like, he's just saying, here's the situation. Here's what happened. I don't, like, just the avoidance. It's like, of, flash forward, now I have yeah. a computer. <laughs> just completely avoiding placing any blame on himself. It's really avoiding, avoiding phrasing it in a way that he is the hmm. responsible party. I, I'm not saying dump him, but there's some red flags in here. That he doesn't give a shit about Sell the computer at the same time she sells you designed a dress. You design a bag. Oops, my finger yeah, slipped. Exactly. And then you can and then you can afford the new purse and the red bottoms. Hell yeah. Grab yourself some Louboutins with that gaming money. Update these falafel a real bit. <laughs> you hear me crunching? No, I just hear the the uh, tinkle of the fork. Of the fork. Okay, <laughs> good. That means that I'm far away enough from the microphone. Like every time I put a, a forkful in my mouth, I'm like doing a big lean, <laughs> like away from the microphone, so you can't hear me chomping. It's good mic work. I my my thing I want in my life is red wings. And those are like $400. And I'm just like not buying them. What are those? They are leather shoes um, that I like. They sell work boots. There's also apparently a hockey game. My husband brought me a fresh falafel. (laughs) 
Is he sabotaging our podcast? He is deliberately sabotaging our podcast because he hates our power. <laughs> no, that's not true. I will, he loves the I podcast. I will drop these red wings into the chat. Okay, yeah, show me these because I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, they are like lifetime. Sometimes they will they will also replace the soul. Like they are lifetime oh, shoes. Oh, like Dot Martens do. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, those Clara ones are real nice. I, I want the Harriet mm, yeah, and that very nice um, too. dusty mm-hmm. brown. Silversmith is like my whole my whole bag. I'm a big army boot person. Yeah. I actually got a pair of the, I think they were Silversmith, but they're the male ones uh, on eBay for like 100 and, it wound up being about $200, which, you know, like they will last forever. I think I need to replace the shoelaces, but, and I put insoles in them because they're Mm. men's shoes, so they're a little big, but they Yeah, one one time I was putting my army boots on and my dad was watching me. He was like, shit, are you going to invade Poland? So it's been a a long time. My army boot obsession is bad. I used to have four pairs in different colors. I was going to say different colors. Mm -hmm. I like this Iron Ranger in this like lighter tan leather color, but I do want the Chelsea boot. Because like another thing about buy it for life stuff is you don't want anything with zippers. And and so like the fewer moving parts, the better. So a Chelsea boot has that stretchy Mm -hmm. bit on the sides. So uh, they will last longer and the zipper won't break. I, I have my Dot Martens. I have my forever shoes. Oh, they're a dream. Yeah, that's like my long-term goal is to eventually never have to buy anything ever again. Yeah. <laughs> Just have to like replace the shoelaces. Yeah, you can send them in and they'll replace the sole for you. Like very buy it for life. I didn't see these pink ones. They're kind of dope. That pink color is quite nice. Well, stimulus check is coming. <laughs> Uh, hell yeah although i already decided i'm going to get my my hair done i bought a new phone for the first time in five years my phone my my husband just did a big gasp from downstairs as if he was mortally wounded by the idea of me buying a phone that makes runs it until it dies yeah it's now started getting weirdly hot on the back my old phone and it's a samsung so i'm worried (laughs) mine is two years old and so it's just fucks up and is slow now because i just paid it off so they're like all right time to sabotage your phone so you buy a new one yeah this samsung though i do love samsung phones. i'm not getting paid by samsung <laughs> we're not getting paid by anyone swear to god it's just lasted forever it's been dropped like a hundred times the screen is still intact it, it's done a real good job for five years i just bought a google phone yeah so i think we'll i'm gonna see. buy a not galaxy as well yeah it's just they're so expensive phones are so expensive now a thousand dollars for a new Samsung Galaxy. No, dude, I remember when you could get a free one. Like they would have like five different free ones that you could get when you renewed your contract, and now you have to like pay it off over time. Ugh. I remember my first smartphone had an actual keyboard attached to it. Mine too. That was good times. I had one of those Motorola Razor phones, but not the flip oh, one, yeah. like just the really thin one, and it fell out of my coat pocket and down a drain. And did it still work? Or it was gone. <laughs> it was lost forever. It just went straight through into the into the rainwater. That was it. I never my found that thing. My sister did the same thing. She was getting out of the car. Yeah, I was getting into my mom's car. It fell Dropped it into the gutter, yeah. yeah. Straight down the rain grate in the middle of torrential rain. I was like, well, <laughs> Godspeed phone. I hope you find a new life with Pennywise down there. Hopefully you didn't need GPS. No, it was before GPS. But, but then it was kind of cheap. It, was it probably did still work ago. then. <laughs> if it was that old. 
I was 17. That's how long ago so it was. So like four years ago. <laughs> oh yeah, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I found a great eyebrow oh, hair no. yesterday. I know. <laughs> my husband has one gray eyelash. Oh. <laughs> but I have, like, you can't tell because my hair is purple. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm like, I, I want my hair to get white so I don't have to spend all this money on bleaching products. I want, my, I want to get a rogue stripe. Oh, yeah. If I don't get a rogue stripe, I'm going to feel incredibly cheated. This. I've been going gray since I was 25. Yeah. Thanks. Irish heritage. I was 26 when I found my first gray hair and I took a mental note and I was like, all right, 26. That's the, that's the age. I cried. I yanked it out because I was like, fuck this. No, <laughs> I'm immortal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I pulled it out. <laughs> all right. So this next one I have is a lot. Just a lot. All right. So OP is 31, which you would think he would be smarter than this. Mm-hmm. And his his not <laughs> girlfriend is 35. <laughs> okay. I made a grand gesture to save my future with the only woman I've ever loved and could not have gotten back more mixed signals. Oh, no. Uh, background. We met online. I lived in Texas. She lived in New Hampshire. We became very close friends and eventually best friends. After she pursued me for a year, we finally met in person and started a long-distance relationship in 2015. The first couple years went great. However, she was concerned at the lack of moving forward. She broke up with me in 2018. However, we stayed extremely close. We never made effort to meet other people, although we were no longer seeing each other. During the pandemic in 2020, I brought up again trying and promised progress this time. She was skeptical at first, but quickly warmed up to the idea. However, she started pressuring me to come see her during the pandemic, and I didn't want to risk exposing my parents. In November 2020, she asked me to come up again, and again I refused, saying I'd come up in the spring. What I didn't know was that it was her last-ditch effort. She started mentioning that she wanted to meet other people, and like an idiot, I never fought her on it. Not sure why, I guess in my mind I always thought it would work out. Coming to the main part of the story, in late February, I saw her update her Facebook status to in a relationship. I told her good luck and goodbye without any anger. I didn't blame her for anything, but was definitely crushed. I tried to rip the band-aid off, but it didn't work. I messaged her saying that I hadn't given up on us and was open to moving there ASAP if she was into it. She was receptive what? and we talked about it a little bit, but ultimately she said she made a commitment and had to see it through. A couple of days later, I messaged her again. I was being needy, I know. And she was a bit snappy, saying she was dealing with a lot of shit and started rambling about all the problems her and the new guy had. I just asked what she wanted from me, if she wanted me to stick around or move on, and she angrily told me she was dealing with enough stress, wanting to see the relationship through, and to give her space. I found out she blocked my number here. I reached out to her family, which I met and loved, and they all... Mother, sister, brother, told me not to give up on her and planted the idea in my head to buy a plane ticket, come up and surprise her, potentially with a ring. They all hated the new guy. Apparently she wasn't treated well. And he was a felon with five kids from three baby mamas, divorced twice, no car, broke, crazy ex-wife, etc. After some deliberation and my friends and family saying to do it after they saw the state I was in, I agreed. What? Oh my god, everybody in the story is an idiot. Coordinating with her family, I showed up at her house yesterday, March 13th, morning. It was straight out of a cheesy romance movie. She fell to her knees saying, oh my god, are you serious? Then got up and hugged me tightly. We went inside and talked in the living room for a bit and I gave her some expensive perfume I was saving for her for a while. I talked about my intentions and how I was ready to move forward and start building our lives together and how she was worth everything to me, so I had to do everything I could. Then we went for a walk and even held hands. She told me she was still in a relationship, but it wasn't going well. But also she wasn't just going to leave him that quickly because I had an awakening. 
At the end of the walk, I showed her the ring. She was shocked and loved it, but told me to get her something cheaper and flashier. We went back into the house what? and went to her room, talked for another couple of hours. We didn't have sex or even kiss, but we were definitely physical, crossing several lines of someone who's in a relationship. We cuddled, spoon, rubbed each other's backs under the clothes, and just held each other tightly and closely while talking for two hours. She even lightly teased me and let me grab her butt. By the end, she was thinking aloud her strategy to break up with the other guy. After the couple of hours, she said she had to run some errands, walked me to my car, I kissed her on the cheek, she kissed me on the neck, whispered something naughty in my ear, and told me to text her when I got back to my cousin's house where I was staying, and I left. The whole visit was like a small slice of heaven created just for me. Perfect visit, huh? Apparently not. I texted her when I got back, along with a couple of other things, but she didn't reply. A few hours later, I got the following information from her family when I messaged them asking what the deal was. When she got back from her errands, she felt extremely guilty and started talking it out with her family, saying she felt ganged yeah, up on and that they were trying to force me onto her purely because they didn't like the new guy. She called the guy, telling him everything that happened. He was angry and said he was coming over to the house, but her sister said that she would call the cops if she showed up, so she ran to him, and I'm not sure if she ever went back home. I also learned that she re-blocked my number. Her family reached out to me saying that they think it was over for us, that I should look to move on while also saying that my ex was extremely mean and toxic to them in the arguments. I'm not expecting them to reach out anymore. There was a strong message of, fuck, we tried, I'm sorry, man, she's stupid, finality to their messages. I reached out to her a couple of different ways with no response. Oh my god. <laughs> she has gone full radio silence. I'm left in limbo again. I have no idea what to think or hold on to. It hurts terribly. I much rather would have her just be honest with me, saying that she was going to give it a real shot with this guy and could go home with closure. I have no closure. I have our visit to hold on to, which I don't want to, but it just went so amazingly and I feel like I have my best friend and future wife back. I have no idea what's going on through her head. I want to go see her again at work while I'm still in town, but I know it's a bad idea. I'm spiraling quickly and have no idea what to do. <sighs> Leave her alone. You are both bad for each Leave other. Leave her Honest alone. God. She was bad for accepting him into the house. Like, the family was bad for encouraging this farce. But he needs to chill. You can't just show up at somebody's home when they're in another relationship. With a ring? Yeah, he wanted to just, like, leave her on hold until he was ready. She decided to move on, and he immediately was like, Oh, guess I gotta do some actions to make sure to hang on to her. And guess what? If she had broken up with him and got back with OP, I bet he would have, done like, started sitting on his hands again. I feel again. like this is like, something that happens more with men than with women. Men will wait forever. You, you, you give them a piece of cheese, they'll hold on to that piece of cheese until <laughs> it's, you know... Whatever cheese turns into when it's 200 years old. Just more cheese. Different cheese. <laughs> Just stinkier <laughs> cheese. Um, it's like, dude, if she's in another relationship, th that should have been it, right? As soon as she updated her status and said, hey, I'm in a new relationship, that should have been it. None of your business anymore. Yeah, I like how he's immediately like, she updated her Facebook status. I told her good luck and goodbye without any anger. I didn't blame her for anything, but was definitely crushed. And then messaged her immediately and was like, I'm open to opening up our relationship again. And, you know, I will commit. Like, he didn't even right. try. He, he spent He's... a day and he thought about it. And he went, actually, no, I don't want this. <laughs> if a day. If a day. <laughs> God. And and then two That's weeks awful. later, he's on a freaking plane. But the to her family house. is partly to blame. Yeah, him. how can they do that to him? 
Like, oh, we don't like the new guy, so you have to come and do something about it. Yeah, and it doesn't even seem like any of this information, uh, like, he's getting all this information that, like, he's not treating her well and shit like that. But none of this information is coming from no, her. No, it is. It's all- it is. Because she up- offloaded on him about problems in the relationship. Oh, that's true. But, like, as far as, like, the he's a felon with five kids. And right. Do- She's not going like, to tell him that. Yeah. Maybe. I'm just saying that might not be uh, fully true uh, if it's not coming from her. Could be, but regardless, right. it doesn't matter, like, the quality of their relationship. It just matter. Like, he is thinking that I'm in a romantic movie. Like, he references that several times. And yes. thinks, I'm going to show up and sweep her off her feet, and it's going to be like the end of The Graduate. But he doesn't realize the end of The Graduate's not a happy story. Nope. <sighs> like, he sees himself in, what's the, the one with Kira Knightley and... Uh, and the guy from The Walking Dead, oh, Love, Love Actually. Actually, where he shows up and plays the music and has Which the cue cards. Which is also cards. not romantic. Yes. Dude, she just got married. Leave her God alone. Um, romantic movies are weird and suck. shitty. They and, suck. Yeah, and so I feel like he's in this mindset, right? Like I referenced Ted Mosby earlier because he feels like he can just show up, do a romantic gesture, and that's going to be happily ever after. But that's not how relationships right. work. Ugh. Yeah, in my psychology class, we actually learned that men are, like, in their relationships are a lot more, have a lot more romantic notions because they don't have to deal with the reality of relationships as much as women do. Like, safety or security and things like that. So men have this, like, very romantic notion of relationships that's extremely unrealistic. That's probably why so many men get offended when women say, oh, I feel like I can't walk home by myself at night, especially after, you know, everything that happened to... Um, Sarah Everett in uh, in England last mm-hmm. week. Like a lot of women have been coming out saying, "I've had a lot of scary experiences with men who think that things are, you know, they're having a fun joke and it's fine." And but they don't have to deal with the reality of what their fun jokes are to us. Like we don't know what their intentions are. It could be anything. Yeah, like you judge other, you judge yourself based on your intentions. You judge other people based on their actions. Right. Like the guy who was stalking that that woman at his college and and realized it and went to therapy right. and shit like it's the same thing except not you as have extreme to look at yet. what that looks like from somebody else's perspective not yours you might think it's the most romantic thing in the world but for somebody who they've never met in person and he's been flaky and as soon as she's in a new relationship suddenly he's there yeah exactly and he claims in the comments that he just wanted closure but you don't fly no, to someone's you house don't fly the whole halfway way. across the- somewhere you've never yeah. been for closure during a pandemic, Bullshit. which was during stupid. A yeah, she's also an idiot though. For yeah, letting him in the like, house and like, like snuggling with him and shit, and continuing like, to tell him about problems in her relationship. That's, that's yeah. That's so many. That's. It sounds like she wanted. She has this. She also has this kind of like romantic idea. But she wanted, just wanted to move faster and wanted more attention yes. from him. And now that she is, now like when he was there and doing this romantic gesture, she like almost got pulled in. But then was like, actually, like as soon as he left was like, this is a bad idea, actually. And realized like, I can't. Shame on everybody that. in this story. Nobody <laughs> in this story has done anything correct. And the family. The family. Just... Oh my God shameless absolutely shameless for years they were who i viewed as future in-laws like you were in a long distance relationship for like with someone three years she, she's never met like this is 
This is the thing that is like sticking in my brain. They never met. I uh they they met in person. She after she pursued me for a year, we finally met in person and started a long distance relationship. Okay. But I think not very like, many, not very often. Um so at least there's that. <laughs> but damn, Aww. like he just needs to like s- sometimes Chill. the most freeing thing is just being like this is a hard situation. I don't have to deal with it anymore. Like you don't have to deal with this. You could just not. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't have <laughs> so to be involved put that in on this a t-shirt. at all. Have you ever thought that you could just not? <laughs> that's the best kind oh, of problem funny. where you just ignore it and right? it goes away. Sometimes that is true. And in this case, it would be. If you just ignored her, it would go away well, and she's, find someone she's else. She's at least trying to block him and be like, okay, I need to not think about this anymore. But then he's doing the whole doting puppy act where he's like, oh, I miss her so much. Like she was never in your life, though. Like, she was never in your life in I a know. regular way. Some people can't be trusted with the internet. <laughs> I you like know? how men can get fully blocked by a woman and then just be like, she's giving me mixed signals. I don't understand. <laughs> That's the least mixed signal in the whole entire she world. She sent me a cease and desist letter through an actual lawyer. What does it mean? <laughs> Does this mean she wants to take things further? <laughs> I respected her boundaries by not going to her work. Like, Jesus, <laughs> Just my God. showing up to the place where she works and demanding that she have sex with me immediately. Oh, like, God. <sighs> dearie, dearie me. This guy needs therapy. Men will literally yes. fly halfway across the country instead of getting therapy. Like, It's cheaper. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, is. Th- this is just a bad situation all around. Everybody here is... Just behaving yeah. so terribly, you gotta bounce and get help. Yeah, yeah. Stop it. Get some cold <laughs> memes today. Got one more. Hell yeah. And I, this one is the dead donkey because of how strong and assertive this 19 year old is. Oh, he's yeah. 19. Her mother is 44. 44. Words are hard. Am I the asshole for refusing to wear the bikini my mother bought me because it doesn't suit my personal grooming habits? Hell yeah! <laughs> for context, my mother has been trying to get me to dress more sexy for a while now. Oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> but it's just not my thing. I have told her this several times, but her response is always the same. I need to start dressing sexy like girls my age. Otherwise, I will get bullied at university. This, of course, is what? a load of bollocks. Not once have I been bullied for my unsexy fashion sense. Why would it start now? She got me a super skimpy swimsuit for Christmas, which pissed me off to no end. But I decided to grin and bear it for the sake of avoiding an argument. It, I would quietly pack it away and let it gather dust. It's not like I could wear it anyway, as I keep a full bush and the set she got me doesn't give enough coverage. Hell yeah. Recently, we were going on a trip to the beach and I picked my own bikini over my mother's. She asked me why I didn't wear the bikini she got me for Christmas. I said I didn't want to. She blew up at me and called me ungrateful. I told her she needs to listen to me more and not buy things on my behalf just because she likes them. She asked me what was wrong with the set she got me. I told her that the bikini bottoms didn't have enough coverage. She told me I need to shave more often, but I stood my ground and told her that I like my pubic hair. She said that I need to change my attitude towards grooming or my boyfriend will break up with me. I desperately wanted to tell her that I am sexually active. She just assumes I am not because I'm an introvert. And that my boyfriend loves my body the way it is. But this argument was taking place in the hallway with my brother, 21, and sister, 23, hearing every word. And I was humiliated enough as it was. I was angry and upset and I needed to vent. So I stormed off to my room and told them I wasn't going. My mother's words really hurt and I started to play on 
My mother's words really hurt and started to play on my mind, so I FaceTimed my boyfriend for some support. He was so sweet and reassuring. I was in tears when I rang, and his lovely words really cheered me up. I received two separate messages from my siblings, one from my brother asking if I was okay, and one from my sister calling me a bitch and siding with our mother. What? She told me that she was only trying to help, and I would be wise to listen to our mother every once in a while, rather than constantly going against the grain. Then she followed up with a rather nasty word of advice regarding guys. Nobody likes a hairy vag. I'm so confused what? right now. My brother and my boyfriend seem to be on my side, but my sister is pretty firmly on my mother's. Am I the asshole here? How are the men in this story? <laughs> okay. Hey, more, men. More. You guys got a point. You got... From this situation, one point for men. One point. <laughs> Congratulations. We're counting. Like, both of the men in this story are like, hey, are you all right? It's really not that big a deal. And both of the women are like, really? <laughs> Yeah, it's so weird because, I mean, usually we see this the other way around, but this is like women assuming they know what men want and also bullying other women into being that. I do feel like a lot of the times when I've been, when I've felt pressured about my body hair, it has not been from men. It's been from other yeah. women. It makes other women feel so uncomfortable if they see your body hair. Yeah. And that's weird. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah, like, if if your child comes to you and says, like, I'm having this problem because of this reason, then you can give them advice. But the advice should not be about changing your body to fit what you think someone else likes, but finding someone who likes right. you the way you are. Mm -hmm. Like, we learned and, that as know, children. It's... Body hair is one of those weird topics, though, because for women... It's something that we're pretty embarrassed about as a gender. Like, I remember I went to the doctors once because I had, um, my, one of my family members had been diagnosed with a, uh, a medical condition and I wanted to go and check that I didn't have it. And one of the symptoms that I thought should be checked out is my body hair. And the doctor, female doctor, I swear to God, looked me in the eye and said, well, you have a mixed heritage. You're likely to be hairier than other women. That was it. Okay. And it's like, well, <laughs> no shit, Sherlock, but I have an actual medical problem that I'm worried about that I want you to, you know, I want you to put this <laughs> in my notes to say, hey, this is something that could be a symptom of this thing and maybe we should give this person a test. But no, it was just like completely dismissed. Yeah, weird how doctors um, will do that. They'll be like, oh, it's this thing. I'm not going to do any tests. Oh, you are experiencing a... a you're a woman experiencing, like, significant period pain? You should probably lose weight. You're a woman not not experiencing any period symptoms? You're probably pregnant. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it was just from a doctor. I, I left that, that appointment just feeling so overwhelmingly embarrassed that I'd even bothered to bring it up. And I should not have left that appointment that way. Because now, I don't know if I have this medical condition. I've never been tested for it because I'm ashamed to go and ask. Like, it's... Just leave women alone about their fucking body hair. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. We have enough of it, you know? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's so bizarre. Like, I think about that every time I, like, shave my legs. I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> right? I, do, I mean, the sh the sheets, getting into some yeah. clean sheets right after shaving your legs is, like, mm, so good. amazing. But literally, all my hang-ups about my body hair come from other women. Yeah. Not, not from men. There's maybe one or two situations where um, a guy has said something and it's embarrassed me. But 99.9% .9 of the reason why I look at my body hair and think, uh, gross, is other women from the age of about 13 
thanks girls in PE class. Yeah, about 13. Yeah, and, and it's right. like, and then and then you get all these people saying, oh, just don't shave. Well, it's not that simple. That's not going to make the image like, issues go away. Like, we're, no. we see it all the time. And it's not even just like real life humans that make comments on it. It's like billboards and magazine covers and shit. I get like excited whenever I see a woman in anything with a modicum of upper lip hair because I'm like, oh, right. oh yeah, they didn't Photoshop that out. That's pretty good. <laughs> Thanks. Yay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's just awful. If you want to have a full bush, have a full bush. If your boyfriend likes it, your boyfriend likes it. That's cool. Good on him. But like, it's absolutely none of your mum's business how sexy you dress. Yeah, it sounds like the, uh, she's trying to live vicariously 100%. Yeah. She's 44, so she's like, ah, like, I'm in decline. <laughs> it's all downhill it's from here. Billie Eilish syndrome, isn't it? Billie Eilish deliberately wears, like, baggy non-fitted yeah. clothing so that people don't comment on her body. And then the instant anybody saw her body, everybody was like, Oh, she's fucking fit. Like the exact thing that she was like completely concerned about <laughs> just in the first happened place. immediately. Yeah, it was instant. Do you remember, like when Lady Gaga performed at the Super Bowl and she had those like hot pants on, and people were like, "Oh, she's got like belly fat." It's like, no, that's like just skin. That's, that's skin and yeah. muscle. <laughs> like, yes. that's not fat. And even if it was, that's fine. Like, fat people can wear a fucking yeah. bikini. Also, uh, Jesus. Also, I like how uh, the <sighs> mom is like, why didn't you wear it? And she's just like, I don't want to. Like, no is a complete to. sentence. And then she Oh, yeah, grip it or rip it, bro! <laughs> is he doing the dishes? No, he's opening a can. <laughs> he was doing the dishes. Now he's having a beer. <laughs> I'm just harassing him Hey, today. Matt, if you hear this, thank you for being on a walk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love hearing my husband hey, do yeah, that's like the what I Like... I was in a meeting, like a fun meeting, a few weeks ago, and he was doing the dishes, and I was like, yeah, there's, it's really loud, sorry, but I'm not going to complain at him for doing the dishes. Yeah. We have husbands who do chores. That is normal. Yeah. Unexpected. It's cool as shit. <laughs> no, it's nothing. It's basic. <laughs> they don't get points for <laughs> cleaning their own house. <laughs> he does get points for making me lunch, though. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I have one next week about that very self-same thing. So. All right. So I, I solved the mystery of the... Oh, of no, 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 no yes. yes. Okay. So I said, no, 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 yes. Turns out the actual subreddit is no, 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 yes. Oh. <laughs> so we can go to the top of all time to it's four no's, one there yes. There we go. There was no drama. Morgan was just <laughs> Yeah. Wrong. And they just made their... <laughs> I, from what I figured out, they just made their sub private. So that people wouldn't get them confused. So this is the <laughs> like actual one. It has 2.8 million members. So this is definitely the right one. So top all time. And it's for like videos and gifts of people where you think, oh shit, something bad is going to happen. But then it works out. So there's a, uh, the opposite is our yes, 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 no, where the thing does not turn out great. And you can't watch that many of those before you start to get a little sick of people smashing their face against the concrete. <laughs> There's another one, which is our uh, maybe, 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 <laughs> where um, the outcome is unclear. <laughs> Could happen either way. So I'll post. Did you go to the top? Oh, let me put it, put it, put it in the chat for me. Throw, lay it on me. The top one is in our wheelhouse. No planned stunt. Oh, 
does it have? They don't have rela- some subreddits will have like related subreddits on the side, but this one does not. So the very top post is a penguin and it's on an ice flow and the ice flow is breaking off from the like mainland and he's getting separated from his friends. So he runs this little penguin on his little <laughs> penguin legs and makes it to the mainland, even though penguins can swim. So kind of made it, but the time. second one down oh, yeah, is Penguin Jenga. Indiana Jones, here we go. All the other penguins are like, shit, Penguiana Jones. running away. Go for it, dude. Yes, 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 yes. Yay! So good. Jenga. Oh no, there's going to be a fight. This one, the third one down has a grenade in it, and I'm like, oh shit. It's a minute though. <gasps> okay, it was a baby grenade. A training grenade. He th- he tries to throw it and it bounces off of the, uh, the sandbags in front of him and lands at their feet. So they jump over the sandbags and take cover and it was fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. That's why I like this subreddit because it's like everything is fine. Everything turns out well. Don't oh, this worry football about one. it. Oh my god. English football. Oh, that shot is so good. Mm. Oh, activate something in me. I, I almost said I was football thinking, yesterday, what's a shitty corner? Uh, I, or the other day when I was talking to my students. Good. <laughs> good. Damn, that is a good shot. Isn't that an amazing shot? Jesus, the the absolute like trust from the corner taker that he's going to be there to kick that in is <laughs> like, oh, so good. Yeah. Very so good. that's why I like this one, because they all turn out nicely. Also, drive it like you stole it. The one where the <gasps> there's two rivers converging, and this truck outruns these rivers. Yeah, so, so it's good. it's a lot of like vicarious, so like good. Yes, it's all good shit on here, and then good things happen. Yeah. Um, there was another subreddit that's similar, uh, but yeah, they there's like a whole series of these, and uh, there's a rule on this subreddit. This is no death or gore. So that's good. Oh, the other one is hmm. uh, hold my beer, which is like a 50-50. It could go oh, super well or good. it could, uh, someone could smash their face into the concrete, like I was saying. But this one is safe. Um, the tiger chasing the duck called Can't Touch This. Oh, so good. That tiger's so confused. He's like, where the fuck go? <laughs> oh, gosh. That's so good. I could watch that all day. Is this just a duck that flew into a tiger enclosure at the par- at the zoo? <laughs> I'm assuming so. <laughs> Duck was gonna get et by that tiger. Good thing the water is uh, all muddy. <laughs> Look that at his cat face. Is that exactly like, like oh. the tiger is exactly like Cora when the laser pointer goes away. She's like, where did it go? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna find yeah, it. I'm very entertaining it. subreddit. Uh, and also has positive outcomes. Incredibly good. Oh, the one right underneath that is Yay. with big cats. And it's a cat, uh, a tiger again, um, like jumping on a dog, but then they start like snuggling. So it's fine. The dog thought that the dog, that was his last moment. The cat, the tiger starts. <laughs> this is my last day dog, on earth. And the dog is like, oh, I'm going to live. Cool. Oh, this is nice. <laughs> the dog. Getting ready. You got to lower him into a full sense of. Uh... Yeah. The yikes emoji is basically like thing? my face this whole time on this subreddit. It's like, oh no. Okay. We're good. Oh no. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> we're fine enjoy it all turns out nicely so yeah we need that we need that all so right much. you can find me on the internet to send me the best shoes that don't cost fifteen hundred dollars at morgan underscore slay or you can Oof. send us the best bikinis we got that coming up <laughs> with full mm. coverage <laughs> full bush coverage <laughs> 
Oh no, what did we just do? Uh, Are the letter U the word serious pod on Twitter or are the letter U the word serious pod at gmail.com? Where can people find you? Hey, come talk to me about falafel on Twitter at Esme underscore C underscore nose, as in those lots of things. You can also come to the Facebook where there too. Um, the letter R slash the letter U serious podcast. Now we're gonna go spring break, baby. Time for some day drinking and Overwatch. Well, for, just kidding. For you. We're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I got laundry. I got uh, what else? What else have I got to do today? I gotta vacuum the house. I gotta brush my cat and tell him that I love him. Cora was like following me around the house this morning so she could attack me. Wow, I, I what did you picked do? her up and put her in my lap, and then she bit me. It was like, no. And I was like, okay. And I let her get off. And then I was like adjusting my chair, and she ran at my hand and bit me. And then I was like trying to get my headset <laughs> on, and she like attacked my hand. Cora's savage. <laughs> 